Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more amid the towering stacks of your library and in rather a familiar sticky situation. If you'll notice, I'm... Uh, you yeah, got caught in a glue trap. I'm, I'm stuck in the glue trap again. again. I remember you know they're orange for a reason, right? N- what reason? What reason is that? Nice and visible. But that's... Uh, I worried that the Velibraptors that I'm trying to hunt with these would therefore be wise to their ass. They're colorblind. The Velibraptors are colorblind. All right, that explains a lot. Cool. Last time, you rather abruptly freed mm. me from my sticky prison. Yes. Ah, left a bit of skin behind. Yes, I'm did sorry not, about that. Yeah, did, did not love that. Had to make no. another um, bookworm liver poultice. Oh, yes. They're excellent, aren't they? Quite miraculous. Mm. But this time, is there something we can do as a team to rescue me from my, my sticky uh, predicament? Oh, well, um, let's see. Um... Perhaps something that we can concoct as a solvent. I'd have to check the book repair studio and see if I can find anything to uh, Ah. remove glues. Otherwise, we're going to have to get creative. Since we do have to record an episode here, and it sounds like the book repair studio is quite far away, how about we get creative? Like, Is there something we can do with ink and, um, I don't know, I've got a few jars of urine... I was wondering about that. I mean, water should, like, most glues... You think, but I've been sweating and spitting and... mm. No, just a little bit of wiggling. It must be a better glue than I thought it was. Um, I mean, if it's supposed to uh, keep down a a Velibraptor... Yeah, but they're tiny, you know, a little little bit So you keep saying, but the noises are are really quite frightening. Oh, there's a lot of them. So they make it up in volume. Well, yeah, yeah, they all march in goose step, so (laughs) that's why they sound like thump, 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 thump. (laughs) They sound like a bunch of giant turkeys. when you see the little vibrating waves in your jars of urine, then it's when you know that they're, like... Marching in lockstep. Yeah, or it's worm to... sign. Uh, no, no, quite... no, 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 no. The bookworms don't get that big. It's like that would be murder on the books. No, because that. No, you're that. right. That would be silly. Uh, I can try peeing. Well, you already tried peeing on it, didn't you? You know, I think it is starting to loosen a little bit. So you know uh, what? Maybe let's just give it some. Give it some time. You can't be comfortable in that position. It's- I've been living in a library for 14 weeks. Yeah. I remind you, I've, I've made a book fort. I've made a, I've made right. a vellum teepee. I've strode the... But you've got your left elbow stuck next to your right ankle. And it's like, it must be like murder on your spine being... How long have you been stuck in that position? Yoga pose. I mean, how long has it been since our last recording? Uh, about four days. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, four days. Well, give or take, four days. Okay, I mean, it was the same night. Yeah, I mean, you you freed me from the glue trap, yeah. and I pretty much immediately ran into the into the Next nearest one. one. Yeah, but you know me, I'm I'm not one to complain, and no. also my phone doesn't pick up seven G, so I couldn't really call for help. But okay, it, well, there's that. That's it's a, all fine. Where, where, where do you order the glue traps, by it's, the way? It's all for, I wrote glue traps and I kissed the piece of paper and then let the winds take it. And I presume that the gnomes that you mentioned previously so, yeah. found my note. Yeah, provided uh, you with glue traps. Were, I was surrounded by glue traps yeah. when I woke up. Oh, that explains why you got stuck. Well, yeah. Well, they be, do. Be more specific next time. I, I guess, because the gnomes, they do. They, it seems that they really do try to help. Oh, yeah, they mean well. They mean well. You just have to, like, be unambiguous. It's a bit like genies in that regard. Genies don't mean well, traditionally. It depends on how well you treat them, really. If you're a dick to them, then, you know, they're more inclined to start getting literal about your demands. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never actually found a unused genie bottle, but... Wait, you would turn your nose up at a used one? Well, there's no genie in it anymore. Hey, does making three wishes use the genie up? Well, or maybe the genie was freed. I don't know. I mean, it was a genuine genie bottle. It said so. It was certified in Persia on the bottom, so... Oh, yeah. There yes. was just no genie in it. 
<laughs> and the market vendor assured you that he was giving you a special price for you, my friend. Well, Only 20 kopek. Wait, kopecks are Russian. I know it from uh, my constructivist art history classes in... Yes, I went to a very useful university, oh. I'll have you know. The, the communists wanted an art of five kopecks, and a kopek is not a lot of money. No. But art that people could afford, that wasn't right. for the, the lofty elites. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. M- mass reprints, basically. Mass reproductions, yeah, okay. art, uh, uh, recordings of music, that's the stuff that, mm-hmm. they, uh, that they liked. We pay you by the amount of prints that you make, not by the size of them, so they're all post-stamp-sized. <laughs> you know, I never looked into the actual uh, production. I that's mean, that's a, generally um, how planned economies tend to go. Someone has a good eventually. idea, and there's, you, know, you know, when you introduce metrics, and people start working to the metrics, and not necessarily towards the goal that you were hoping to yeah, but sometimes achieve though, I mean, with the metric. As long as you have enough wide-eyed idealists, you actually stand a decent chance. And El Lizitsky is, is, is fantastic poster art. Nobody could the, understand it. Oh, that, that's the guy from all the heroic communist posters? Oh, no, this, is, this guy is uh, uh, deep into um, these geometric shapes and splashes of black and red. And a, a famous one was Beat the Whites with the Red Wedge. And it's this, and it's this slash of black with a, with a white circle in it and then, and then a red wedge plunging through. And it's supposed to symbolize the October right. Revolution. Okay. Nobody got it, but it did wind up being used as the, uh, the logo of the, the Peacekeeper aliens in Farscape, the science fiction series. Yeah, of course, the, of course the artist years later comes walking into a gallery and he goes like, it's upside down. <laughs> well, when you make abstract art, you really don't get to complain. Uh, fair enough. And speaking of abstraction, oh, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, no, one. wait, I've got it. Yeah. Speaking of abstract art, what do we have in store for our, hey. our readers at home uh, yes. this week? What we have this week. Oh, no, there the book goes. Oh, no. Come back, book. Hang on, book. Help. Hang on, I'll get my harpoon. No Come harpooning books. The, the bookworms yeah, already make enough holes in them. Uh, so, the book today is George O. Smith's The Fourth R. The Fourth R. And R is in grocer's quotes there. I assume that's just to make it very clear that they're talking about the one letter R, and it's not like a oh, and that hypothetical it's not like R. Or a, or a mathematical value. So, grocer's quotes are, are misused quotes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, where italics would suffice. So, about the cover, what we see is the main character of the book. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Come on, then. We're breaking them out earlier. That would yeah. be Rodrigo. 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 Yeah, that's the, about right. the t-shirted boy sitting yes. in the clumsy lotus position. Who is wearing the bridge and the main top seasoning of a uh, executor class star destroyer. Ah, I see what you mean. His thinking helmet yeah. is indeed just covered with all of these spandrels and it, it looks incredibly Rebels. heavy. Greebles? Okay, what are greebles? Little bits of texture which are used to break up the uniformity of a model. It's, it's a model maker's oh. term. It's the stuff oh. that the whole Death Star is covered with, that the Millennium Falcons... It's all these little things which are usually taken from model kits. Uh, kit bashing. Yes, it's called greebles. It's There's just a detail that looks like it's supposed to be there. Yeah, to stop spaceships from looking like big slaps of flat. Look at the Star Destroyers again. You've got the huge yeah. flat panes. Okay, and then along the edges you get loads of little thing where the gun turrets are and everything, and on top you, yeah, get, that's you, right. get, it, you get it to break up the, the monotony of the It's very noticeable surfaces. on the Super Star Destroyer, where, yeah. where it's almost like an opening. The yeah. whole city uh, comes up. Is and, 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 yeah. they, and this boy is wearing Greedles. that city on his head. So yeah, it's either so very huge, or it's a model. What do you mean it's very the boy, huge? The boy is very huge. If that's a Star Destroyer's bridge, then that boy is ginormous. <laughs> yes. And he's wearing a, an, an 80s... Uh, uh, striped purple and orange t-shirt yes uh, is it, well, it, well actually is it gold and blue or is it white and black <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a nice topical reference for oh, all of our yeah, readers to enjoy it's a level two meme i think oof 
Uh, and he's wearing uh, jeans and tennis shoes. Yes. The computer wore tennis shoes. Is it a book? It's a, it's a movie from the uh, the sixties. I think oh. it was from the uh, from from Disney. Oh, it's these university boys who can't afford a computer, so they negotiate with a shady businessman who's running some kind of uh, gambling ring to get a computer for the university. And then while one of them is installing it, lightning strikes, and he becomes a the human com- computer. computer. Yeah, yeah, that's how shit works. So uh, clearly, the the the, the thinking cap. Yes, of course. Referred That's to in right. The, book, the thinking cap, as it's a, as is run by the master frame. The educative AI, like that, seems to be its primary domain. I knew it was a good idea to have spare notes. Um, Excellent uh, note wielding there. Love it. The master frame tutoring the kids in the arts of what, everything they need to know, because there's like a little bit more in the uh, in the subtitle of the book. Yes, it's like, the machine taught him everything except what he needed most to know. While in the in the background, there's these glowing red lights. Basically, the 80s style uh, computer aesthetic, clearly meant to be a mainframe light or something yes, like that. Yes, exactly. Because you can't have a computer just processing in the background. No, no, it's no there has to be Blinkenlichten. Wasn't that the case with the ENIAC? One of the early computers mm. where, when it was displayed for journalists, yeah. they just stuck on a bunch of lights. Flash, that, flashy lights, oh. Yeah, just well, Blinkenlichten. Yeah, the really original ones were, were still tube-operated, so and they just glowed, so there was there was lights on those. Even these days, you see a lot of indicator lights um, just little lights flashing, showing that there's connectivity and that whether or not there's right. traffic coming in and out. Uh, and there's this particular LED light panel that shows up in the original Battlestar Galactica and several other movies. And it's basically this computer panel that was shipped all over Hollywood whenever anybody needed something like, <laughs> yeah. to look futuristic computer yeah. That was put in the shot <laughs> to provide some scenic background, computer techie background. Because they were very responsible with their resources back in the day. Uh, it was not uncommon for these kind of resources, resources, to yes. be recycled and reused Use. and repaired. Back then, you How could still do? repair. You're doing that's pretty good. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. four there. Do we get any points for that? Why don't you put a note on the board? Why don't I put one? a note on the board? Okay, yeah. Um, oh, no, I didn't. No. Hold on. No, yes, not that one no, either. No. Maybe. Oh, just, g- just give me a second. No, this is, that's okay. This is actually really hard because now I'm listening to myself yeah. on this new recording setup that we have and I sound so erudite over the... Like, I sound like a radio person. So suddenly oh, I feel like I've got to live up to have, it. Now you suddenly have to say sensible so, things yes, rather exactly. than... So I can't just put a note on the board that says pirates with an exclamation mark. That that's was the, a, surely a surprise when they showed up. Right? The the digital mind pirates who, to my eye, are, are the... To, or to my ear are the first R uh, in the in the book. Do you get the it? The pirates. R. 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 Right. Pirates. R. R. Yes, absolutely. Well, yes, uh, it's like the uh, they're, they're, they're trolling over the, uh, I think they called it the net in the book. Yeah, uh, it was rather prescient in that because this was right. well before the world wide Yes, web. this book was produced somewhere in the 80s. The, the birth of cyberpunk. So the people were already working with computer the, network the, and people were starting to see that, you know, those things might be used. We find our uh, main character, Rodrigo, who is uh, sitting there taking his daily lessons. Yeah, having, uh, having knowledge pumped into his Straight brain. Straight into brain. He's just sitting on the couch with his thinking cap on. It should be noted, I think Rodrigo is supposed to be presented as as, as rather an unusually gifted student. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that, he, like on the cover, he's he's receiving a full educational yeah, right. uh, well, schedule in, directly into his brain, but he can multitask enough that he's sitting there bored and reading a magazine. That scene alludes to later in the book when he, uh, oh, discovers, when he discovers the hidden library. He's being recruited in the revolution against the rogue age used to indoctrinate the youth trying to set up a revolution against the powers that be, so to speak. Yes, the uh, uh, the establishment. 
So these revolutionaries mm. enter the story as the pirates swashbuckling and an adventurous and bucking the uh, authority oh. of uh, the master frame. Um, they're trying to examine the students that are connected to the master frame. They're trying to see... Who is still thinking on their own yes. enough to be able to like just in- take the information that's being pumped into their brains daily, but still retain enough independent thought exactly. to be a potential candidate. Yes, and to, and to integrate new information, something that the thinking cap tends to prohibit, mm-hmm. but which Rodrigo's prodigious intelligence allows him to do. Now, I thought that there was a, a, a parallel to Gnosticism. Are you familiar with that? Like Johnny Gnosis from... Jo- <laughs> Johnny Gnosis? Do you mean Johnny Mnemonic? No, the, the Gnostics were... Uh, uh, they're Early called Christian heretics. Sect, weren't they? Yes, they, uh, uh, they observe some different texts than the conventional Bible does. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene is one of them. But one of the things that uh, a particular Gnostic sect, the Cathars, from whom several languages get their word for heretic, Keter, mm-hmm. is from Cathar, one of their beliefs was uh, the duality of God that there is the true God and the Demiurge. And the Demiurge was responsible for the creation of the world, but has has sort of seized control of it, uh. impersonating God. They believe, therefore, that uh, mainstream Christians are under the thrall of the, the Demiurge. The Demiurge. Right. Um, much in the way that the pirates are trying to expose the master frame, this benevolent AI. For the totalitarian government that yes, it actually is. exactly, because it's not even an AI it's just a vast bureaucracy supported by computers yeah. and supported by, by, by low-level AIs, but it's the voice of the, the government consisting right. of, the, of apparatchiks and... And presumably a inner circle clique of those who are, like, well, secretly running the shows. The Illuminati. It's not the Illuminati if it's the government. No, that's true. Oh, what's the old, what's the old phrase? Um, uh, they're not robbers if they're police. No, that's not right. <laughs> I see what you mean, though. <laughs> As much as I was initially interested in, in learning more about the Master Frame, mm-hmm. and these pirates just seemed a, a, a little weird to me. Oh, why do they have to mess with something so good? Because and it seemed like, yes. That's what the book did really well. It really eases you into showing off a very oh, almost idyllic society. And then it yeah. starts picking at the seams and showing how it's, in fact, not all is what it seems. And that As good sci-fi it is, ought yeah, to Yeah, that is based on thought control of the people through the thinking caps. Through the thinking caps, yeah, yes. Just the, like uh, indoctrinate them early. And the then mind helmet. That's the less colloquial term for them. <laughs> At this point, we're we're introduced to the uh, well. The leader is kind of uh, underselling the the loose organizational structure that the pirates have. Uh, Rowan, the yeah, the leader. Oh, once again, making a Farscape reference, I was reminded of um, the the Blue Woman, Pau Zotozan, who at one point uh, uh, declares that she was. Uh, she was imprisoned because in, on her home planet, she was part of a group of anarchists. And then very proudly, she says, in fact, I was the leading anarchist, which is such a, <laughs> such a fucking great paradox. Yes, I was the <laughs> like flat earthers, you'll find them all over the globe. All around the, the globe, globe yeah. yeah. Which is an example of the second R, the recursion that uh, that occurs several times. Because Rowan takes Rodrigo uh, under her wing and begins to teach mm. him in uh, uh, the history that the totalitarian government, in the, in the guise of uh, uh, the master frame, has distorted. And she tries to teach him the real history of the world and how it wound up in a situation where parents no longer teach their children and there's no such thing as, as teachers. Uh, so no investiture of... Uh, uh, of um, human efforts to disperse information, but instead just downloading and reprogramming people. Program them for, for, for the role. Yes. It's a little bit Aldous Huxley there. Not, not as genetically as it is in, uh, in Brave New World, obviously. No, but, but the aptitude a, tests very quickly determine yeah, where which level of education you're going yes. to get. The whole 
recursion thing you just mentioned comes back yes. again. Of course, when uh, Rodrigo is uh, away from his thinking cap, for example, exploring the building. Oh, bad helmet hair. Yeah. And what he finds, of course, there is yeah, yeah. the... Um, what does he find? He finds the hidden library that I mentioned earlier. Oh, that's right. One, which is occupied by Mr. Malinfant. Mr. Malinfant, here I saw some parallels to my own experience. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is how I found myself here. I found your your library... Yeah, uh, a story that we'll get into some some other time, of course. But it was occupied by a mysterious, enigmatic, some would say eccentric uh, librarian. Yeah, Moi? yeah, yeah. Your Moi? humble, your humble, elegant self. I oh, thank you. <laughs> and That's not Mr. how you described me the first time, but uh, no. Nor does Rodrigo to to Mister Malinfant, but right. he's this peculiar man. He, he is. Turns out he's so peculiar and he acts so strange in the eyes of Rodrigo. Uh, yes. Because he's an old school school teacher <laughs> from before the yeah. Master Frame Revolution. The the collective of the apparatchiks took control of the uh, Ministry of Education and started to, uh, pushing society in the way they wanted and abolished schools, of course, in the process. Step by step, starting out with synthetic substitute teachers and then automated educational programs. Yeah. And then the mind helmets came along at some point. And the, and, yes, uh, the, the, the thinking caps, which is a very charming marketing term for something that's really quite horrible. I mean, I remember when, when I was in school, I imagined what it would be like to not have to sit in class and to just be able to stick a plug into my brain and download the information I needed. Because that's how computers work. With computers, it's just raw data. And I suppose that a large part of school systems, which people, at Mm -hmm. least well, kids don't realize, it's not just about what you're learning. It's about learning how to learn. And more importantly, learning how to process information. But even that... I mean, computers can have entire programs loaded. Look at the, the hmm. Matrix, where someone True. was taught Kung Fu. Oh, oh, yeah, no, 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 oh, keep I saw your little eyes light up. I like that. Okay, well, let me tell you about the Matrix. That this other person gave them access to, essentially, Taekwondo.exe. When, when he goes, whoa, I know Kung Fu. Yeah, and he shows that he knows the moves, but he doesn't know how to fight. That's what Morpheus tries to teach him. It's like, stop trying to hit oh, me and yeah. hit me. Having the knowledge on its own is not is not good. You have to like use it and incorporate yeah. it and, and do something with it. Information just exists until you access it, and then it becomes uh, knowledge. That's what the whole thinking cap is about, basically automating human beings. and it's like Automating decision-making. Decision, yeah. uh, choices need to be uh, yeah, uh, something you, so, optimized. Yeah little programs to run your daily thing. It's like it's the ultimate form of uh, neuro-linguistic programming. I've, I've heard a little bit about NLP. What, what, how do you see that? I was talking more of a science fiction application to it, like in uh, Snow Crash, where you can literally oh, by pro- Neil Stevenson. program people if you know the right mind commands. Babel 17 has, uh, has shades of that by, oh, if I say Zelazny and it's wrong, I'm sure a horde of our readers mm. at home are going to devour me. I'm so sorry. I, I so enjoyed that book, especially The Lion Gentleman with it. The Large Assets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, given all of this, I can completely understand why he tries to teach Rodrigo through rock and roll, something that is so vastly outside of his experience. experience. Yeah. yeah, intuitive and of Emotional. the body. And that, that's the big thing, emotions being like trying Emotion, to be like, swept intuition, under the rug. innovation, like anything no, no, that doesn't have R's, no. not four eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the four eyes? So innovation, uh, interruption, and emotion? Is that what you're yes. saying? 
and immersion. Well, that sort of that sort of ties in with the lesson program that Mr. Malenfant has. Is uh, actually that's what the title refers to. I'm gonna I'm gonna I have the yeah. biggest note here, so I'm just gonna establish it that it refers to the four R's, which are reading, writing, arithmetic, and art. Okay, it's being the four R's. Art, art from R, art. <laughs> yes. Well, that's when it, that, that's where the, the 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 front cover comes in. He he takes some books from the hidden library and starts uh, reading them while he's being mind programmed. Oh, yeah. And that's where you like you said the, the boy is clearly class of his no, own. No, he's exceptional. Yeah. Rodrigo is just a, a, an exceptional mind, as as those occur from time to time. Mm. It doesn't make him the messiah. It doesn't make him uh, um, a revolutionary himself. He just happens to be. A very gifted uh, uh, young man who hasn't learned to uh, to make use of his, his excess abilities. The learning algorithms have picked up on this and gone like, okay, so this is an intelligent boy. So we need to like make sure that, yeah. that his excess intelligence is not uh, used for, uh, for revolution or rampage. <laughs> Which, of course, is where the pirates are trying to recruit him for. <laughs> okay, so... Revolution. Pirates trying to set up a uh, breakdown of society by undermining the uh, the master frame. Even there, it turns out that they have something to... Uh, coming back to the theme of recursion, mm-hmm. they have something to learn coming from... Coming back to from, recursion, very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you mean recursion, where they... Uh, Look up they th- what, it says, what it says on the recursion in the dictionary. <laughs> They think they're liberating uh, uh, young humanity. people like Rodrigo. Oh. Humanity, yes, yeah. but uh, one brick in the wall, one mind at a time, and trying to teach uh, these young people through uh, through Mr. Malenfant and a number of other teachers who uh, who take them under the wing. But what they're unprepared for, this recursion, is how much they're learning from Rodrigo in return. And the same happens to the master frame. Like the very fact that Rodrigo is sitting there just mentally multitasking, reading uh, uh, books about Reading, the place in England, because a lot of my reading is about Reading. <laughs> yeah, Reading. <laughs> I thought that was the past tense of reading. English spelling is a bottomless pit of, of despair. Well, you know what they say English is three languages in a trench coat trying to pass itself <laughs> off as an, as an actual language. L E A D. How do you how do you pronounce that? L E A D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lead or lead? No, or it's lead. Yeah. Or is it? Got it. Fish, not goatee. Uh, let's not explain that, and let's hope that some of our readers at home uh, uh, are familiar with that particular linguistic yeah. oddity. <laughs> this feedback mechanism is is happening to everyone uh, uh, around Rodrigo. You have the master frame receiving feedback from Rodrigo as he's reading about art and rock and roll, and, and, and he is influencing everybody in his class because the educational program is being affected by all of this information that's coming upstream out of his brain massive influence in the master frames uh lower AIs, uh, which I suppose is the pirates realize that they're achieving their goal much faster than they originally thought they were going yeah, to be. And they have no the idea how it, people are starting to think from themselves again and think something's not right here. I know this is how it's always been, but how did it happen? Again, we never voted shade, for this. Shades of the Matrix. Gosh, that was a very good piece of media that's really stuck with us, hasn't it? It's been 45 years and it's not. Has it been 45 years? How long have we... I thought I'd only been stuck here for 14 weeks. What are you telling me? Well, uh, the Matrix didn't come out just before you got in here. Did it? No, it came out in 1999. That was 19 years before I before well, I arrived. I might have had the wrong calendar here. Uh, let me check that. What? I've been reading the wrong calendar. 
Well, which one have you been using, the blue or the red one? My iPhone 5S. Well, it doesn't synchronize with the network anyway, so don't worry about it. True, and I've been on a solid diet of, of bookworms, so I'm, I'm, I'm going slightly colorblind myself. No, I, it's I'm, the velociraptors that are colorblind. The bookworms don't have eyes at all. The liberaptors. You're not going They're, to fool sorry, me. Sorry, the liberaptors. My, my, my I can, no, I can already see you trying to NLP your way into convincing me that this library is some kind of fanciful, uh, uh, absurd wonderland. Right. Well, if you, if you want to vary your diet a bit, you can always go to the vending machine on the B deck. You did mention that there were decks before. Why did that slip my mind? Huh. The library tends to be very overwhelming. Have you found the seventh corner yet? I'm still looking for the beehives. Spoilers, as soon as I get out of these, ah, I can already feel the glue starting to loosen. Uh, As soon as I get out, I'm going, no, I'll I'll, I'll work this out for myself. It gives me something to do during the weeks that uh, uh, we're not recording. Glad to see that you're... uh amusing yourself in the library and you're not doing too much damage I, I swear if you get any of my books stuck on these glue traps there will be a reckoning you will be losing more a than a little bit of skin is that the fourth that, that r would be the fourth wreck <laughs> oh i have my i have my thing where it's reading writing arithmetic and and traditionally i think the third arithmetic is is reckoning because that's reckoning in dutch yeah, yeah. Reckoning in uh, in german yeah and also in in english because like talking about your reckoning will come oh, that yeah. just used to mean the bill even in French, it's la dichon. It's like the bill. bill. It's like the addition. Yeah. yeah. Shall we just blast through the rest of our notes? Let's do that and see yeah, how we can wrap of, this up. Uh, <laughs> here I've got one that's uh, uh, related to the fourth R. Mm-hmm. George um, R, 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 Martin. George R, R, Martin. Well, actually, I've highlighted them here. Where George, that's, that's, got, that's got one R, and then R, R, two more R's, and then Martin has another R. So maybe this uh, George O. Smith, George O. Smith, George was George. actually uh, a nom de plume for George R. Martin. So it's George. Zero R's Smith as oh, opposed to yeah. George R R Martin. Now he's still got one R in the George. Thing. Well, yeah, ah, that's just to throw you off the scent. I suppose so. Yes. Divide by zero, multiply by zero. Yeah. So that's my little pet theory that this is actually a George R R Martin, which would, which would explain why so many of the supporting characters die uh, as a result of their own uh, hubris when the society systems start to collapse because running a rock and roll program on a uh, energy frame for the building. We didn't start the yeah. fire, but the mainframe did. <laughs> they did not build cities on rock and roll, but they certainly brought Broken them down, yes. Yeah. The hospitals Ooh, start that. running out on, uh, on disco lights. Here's another note. Renfield. He's more in the uh, rest and uh, relaxation oh uh, part of the apartment building in where Rodrigo lives with his yeah, parents, and, and, Rachel and, was- and Roman. Okay, you are so good at this. Well, sometimes I get a bit rusty, but... This is utterly calamitous, Kay. It will not stand. I insist... We'll have to just roll with it then. Oh, no, God. This is rubbish. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's... <laughs> you can't possibly have that many more. I'm starting to run No, dry. you're not. You've run its course. So good. But we've been focusing on the R's this whole time. Mm. But should we maybe have been focusing a bit more on the fourth? In the way that Rodrigo stands mm-hmm. separate from the rest, and even though there are other minds that have been re- rescued... Oh, God, I'm doing it now as well. Mm-hmm. From the master frame by the digital pirates and the rock and roll teachers like uh, Mr. Malenfant, uh, he still stands apart from all of them. And it's not merely his his intelligence, but his mental multitasking, the fact that information flows two ways through him, that recursion that we were talking yeah, about previously. Absolutely. I wonder if that has anything to do with the fourth plinth. 
If you're familiar on uh, Trafalgar Square yes. in London, there are four big uh, columns and three of them have statues on them. And the fourth one was supposed to have a sculpture. Yes, but they couldn't agree on it or there was no funding. And later Yeah, there wasn't any would... funding. And then for like a century, there was no decision made of uh, what should be on there. And occasionally and they went like, oh, we should put something on there. And they didn't. And, and then it was decided that it would just always be temporary artworks. Don't we have a friend who stood on the fourth? Yes, bench? they had this big event there where I think they divided up in half an hour time slots or maybe hour yeah. time slots. Yeah, you could just sign up and you could stand on your plinth and do something. And some people used it to campaign for various things. Yeah, the some, whole speeches. I think one person had his rowing machine put up there and he sat there and just <laughs> exercised on it for an hour. Performance and art. It was like one big performance art thing. And yes, we did have a friend in there. He, he I think he drank so the, beer as well, oh, which was always a good, good thing to do. Good old uh, Ollie. Well done. <laughs> Oh, I can see you've got one more. Oh, no, Do you no. have just one more note? I have a note, but it doesn't have any R's in it. It was just going to be a other character. Well, let's see what this... Uh, let's put the character... I had a character called Johnny Sockintosh. Johnny Sockintosh. That's right. That's the... I tell you what, I'm going to give it a shot. That's oh. the other student that was uh, uh, liberated by the pirates at around the same time mm. as uh, as Rodrigo. Uh, but Johnny Sockintosh, unlike Did- Rodrigo, was uh, resistant to the message. He was immediately turned off by the by the chaos and the plurality uh, and he uh, didn't have the benefit of running into Mr. Malenfant, which is uh, why I think he would have been more suitable for the pirate's purposes. Coming back thought- to the recursion, where he and Rodrigo share so much in common, with the exception that Rodrigo had a better teacher, yes. and therefore he turned out he turned out better. He didn't turn on the pirates. He didn't uh, uh, embrace the, the the master frame, even after discovering that it was really just a, a, a bureaucratic uh, hellhole, yeah, uh, uh, a giant deception. Turned into Rodrigo's biggest. Opponent, nemesis. really, yeah, nemesis. Can we think of an R word that means that? Uh, uh, yes, I've got it. You're going to hate it, though, okay? Go on, then. Arch enemy. Arch enemy. Yes, <laughs> because that starts with an R. <laughs> yes. Okay. He's, he's, he's Rodrigo's arch enemy, uh, like Mr. Smith in The Matrix. Gosh, I'm uh, referencing that movie a lot. But they could have been completely identical, except... Rodrigo had a better teacher, which brings us to the final showdown between Rodrigo and and Johnny Sockington. Um, Sockintosh. They stand across from each other with the fate of the world hanging in the balance. I mean, with their mind helmets on, whatever happens between them is being fed up into the master frame. The battle for Hogwarts between two boys with their mind helmets on (laughs) trying to hack the other one's brain. It's like wand-wielding, except it's it's all done in the head. Yeah, they're just standing across from each other going, but with more R's in it. <laughs> Problem was, I listened to the audiobook read by Jonathan Ross, who has a an adorable speech impediment. He goes, wee, 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 wee. No, he just doesn't pronounce the the, the R's very well. Oh. He he just has a. Some people have that. Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross. It's very endearing. The the final battle between Johnny and Rodrigo. Um, yeah. Now you, as a an aficionado of cyberpunk, must have really enjoyed that. Like literally, the, they're they're trying to hack each other's brains and teaching each other the the lessons that they themselves have just uh, learned. I've learned this this casual remark about two pages into describing the mental fight between them when the 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 second hand of the clock on the wall takes over and you realize it's all it's, it's, <laughs> yes. this is all happening in literally the blink yes, of an eye, which is why the fight is over almost before it starts for the outside observers. And then suddenly, well, we we give spoilers. To do we? <sighs> On this show, do we give spoilers? Yeah. You know well, what? Hey, Kay, why don't you spoil the ending for our readers? <laughs> well, Johnny keels over and uh, Rodrigo is, doesn't yeah. escape unharmed from the fight. No, he's he's, he's shaken and he, and he needs to be yes. helped up, much like, he's uh, definitely, like Muhammad uh, Ali after going 12 yeah. rounds with whoever. He's definitely been hit in the arse. 
Do you want to say that louder for the people at home in case I edit out the first time that you do it? Yeah. He's definitely been kicked in the arse. Ah, uh, yeah. How many arses has he been kicked in? No, well, Johnny's arse got kicked, but Rodrigo got a bit of a kicking himself. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the pirates got their ass kicked. And technically yeah. the master frame. So that would make four arse that got kicked. <laughs> So Johnny's was the fourth arse yes. that got kicked. Okay, great. Well, I think we ran out of book at this point. I even put my other notes away, can you imagine? Oh, dear. After which, poor Rodrigo is helped to his feet. Uh, and I've got to say, I always love a slightly to-be-continued ending. Mm-hmm. When he's helped out uh, uh, to rebuild what remains of the pirates and to continue the fight against the totalitarian yes, uh, government of, of speaking the master through frame, yeah. their puppet AI, the Master Frame. Yeah. That Johnny Sockintosh twitches awake again, rolls over onto on, onto all fours, and and climbs up and starts humming "Living on a Prayer," something that Johnny never learned rock and roll. That was Rodrigo well, no, learned have, rock and yeah, roll. So have, was there a mind swap? It's all about the recursion. It is. It, it leaves the reader with a opportunity to well, fill in his own thoughts on the on the matter. Uh, Much as the master frame tried to do to my hero. So uh, the the fourth R by uh, uh, George O. Smith, or possibly George R. R. Martin. Wow, we didn't really make any connection with that. Uh. So how should we rate this book what's a good what's a good mind number mind well, we can give it three out of four r's but <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we enjoyed reading it we were all art. ranting about it we enjoyed ranting about it we certainly reviewed it and are we going to recommend it oh my god you nailed it <laughs> well three out of four ain't bad absolutely not so i think we should oh i just oh Oh. I think the glue just let go. Oh, yes. It's, um, uh, I think it says here, lasts for 25 minutes and well, four days. <laughs> yes. And, oh, it's lovely to be able to move my shoulders again. Here. Wow, I think this is the first time that we've actually referred back to... Our opening sequence. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, uh, let, are you going to be more careful about the notes you put out for the gnomes now? I'm, are you? Uh, no, you're not, are you? Speaking of reviewing, uh, uh, to the readers at home, we'd love to hear what you thought, whether you listened or not, so drop us a line sometime. We're Cover My Ass Cast on Twitter and Facebook, if that's your thing, or even better, leave a nice review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, because we sure do appreciate your help. Now, Kay, what are we doing next time? We are reviewing a book by Kathleen Meyer. Uh-huh. It's already the third edition of a classic of her. Whoa. How to Shit in the Woods, <laughs> an environmentally sound approach to a lost art. <laughs> the Bear Manual. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, and that about covers it. Uh, thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed, but not read by yours truly. My name is Kathy. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. <laughs> so how do I- 